Good evening, pricks. This is Mike and another episode of the Grace Taproom Podcast. I completely botched my own intro. Let's try that again. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Mike. <laughs> and I'm Tabby. Gag the- <laughs> That's for the gag reel. We need I a- thought you called me Gabriel. Gabriel. Like ga- Gabby. Ga- oh, Gabby. Yeah. Get it? Huh? Oh, Joke. Okay. Uh, uh. Because I'm garbage can Gabby. Well, now. Well, now. According to that one guy in New York. That one guy. Yeah. No. There's not a lot you, of guys in New York. Not you, Jason. Yeah, definitely not you. <laughs> Big Dick Jim. Big Dick Jim. That's exactly <laughs> who it is. Big Dick Jim. That's who it, yeah. And I am the trash can Tabby. They know. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> we really need a blooper reel for this show. Okay. Not really. We no. are a blooper reel. That is our show. Yeah. Well, no, we like put all of our all the times where we mess up saying something yeah. or if my stupid voice cracks and i sound like a 12 year old hitting puberty again yeah. moments like that because that happens often it when, does you know a lot of these mm-hmm. i do down, know this go down the gullet but I, I do know it is what it is so so this week i'm i'm excited it's it's one of my favorite shows movies movies both of them both of them. <laughs> and I really want the third one. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite to movies. I would say it's one of my favorite... Found footage. Found footage yeah. movie. Which we did cover back on Happy Hour Ween Last during year. our found footage episode. Briefly. But we still called it out. There's so many found footage movies out there, though. Yeah. But we numbered and there's labeled most of them. a lot of them that are of... pretty great. And then there's a lot of them that absolutely That are not pretty great suck ass. at all. No. So, but yeah. yeah. So, what I'm are those excited. Movies? What are those movies? Creep One and, and Creep Two. And who's going to join us? I am it's- super excited for this because it's their first time watching it, and we get to hear first visceral reaction. It was. It was his first time. Let's go. So, John from Dewey Pod Monster, how the hell are you? I'm doing great. Um, you know, just. Sitting around, hiding out in rented houses, and trying to jump scare everything that moves that comes within, you know, city block of me. So nice. yeah, you, you have a wolf mask. I named Peaches. Wish I wish Peach Fuzz. So I really need more masks in general, and a wolf mask would be right up there. So oh, especially a, a plastic one like that. Oh, 100%. yeah, hundred percent. Such an interesting mask because it's got like this really perfect balance of like garbage and not garbage at the same time. Like they did a really good job on the hair on this mask, mm-hmm. but they did a really like Halloween USA job on the plastic on this mask. It's a really interesting balance of a, a mask. Yeah. It's probably I'm one of those last harder. minute. Oh, shit. No, no, no you're no, no. fine. No, you're good. We do this all the time. I It, it feels like to me one of those those things that's like they were last minute trying to find a mask and they seen it and they're like oh this is perfect yeah Yeah. i kind of wonder if it looks like a like a really cheap spirit halloween mask yeah and i kind of wonder if they're i mean i who knows maybe we'll find this out in a third movie maybe we won't maybe it's just one of those things that's meant to be a mystery but i kind of wonder if there was more than one mr peach buzz because I don't get the impression that that oh. thing would last 39 uh, incidents. So. 
39 incidents. Well, unless he had multiple masks. Or... He's a, he's a or, narcissistic liar, so he could have had multiple masks. Well, I I still have a lot of Halloween costumes and masks that I have had since I was a child. I don't care. Sorry about that. Childish. That was fine. Yeah, we have a nine-year-old who bought a game that uh, was way too advanced for him, and he is a very sore loser. So um, <laughs> He really is. When he dies, like, one time in a game, he just loses his shit and says he hates it. So that's fun. I Anyone who plays video, video games, games and like, like that, though. And this is why I stopped playing video games, because I thought it was silly that I was getting like that, so. That's, but, uh, gamer rage. Yeah, I'm not much for it, so I, I'd much rather just watch a movie and be mad at that, and then it's over. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't control that, so. All right, so Creep 1 came out March 8th, 2014. The IMDb rating was a 6.3 out of 10. Um, Creep 2014 is an American found footage psychological horror film directed by Patrick Bryce. His directorial debut from a story by Bryce and Mark Duplass, who both star in the film. Wait, is Aaron Patrick Bryce? Did I did yes. I miss the the memo? Do you, who's Patrick Bryce? Do you know who that is? Patrick Bryce is the director and the writer. Oh yeah, and he plays Aaron in the first creep. Oh, that's mm-hmm. the director. Um, yeah. Holy okay. Shit. Okay. Well, I was today years old when I same. I was just a little bit older than you by like twenty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> the one time you're older than me. <laughs> Um, a struggling videographer, Aaron accepts an assignment to travel to a remote cabin in Crestline, where he meets his client, Joseph. There's your first red flag. Well, it's Craigslist. Second red flag. <laughs> yeah. Craig's and List. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, Joseph explains that he has an inoperable brain tumor and is expected to die before his pregnant wife, Angela, gives birth. So he wishes to have Aaron record a video diary for his unborn child, just like the protagonist of the film, My Life. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Throughout the day. Thanks. Throughout the day, Joseph demonstrates eccentric behavior that makes Aaron uneasy, which accumulates into Joseph confessing that he um, graped his wife. Yeah. Uh, as increasingly disturbed, Aaron is hindered from departing and being unable to locate his car keys. He intercepts a phone call from Angela. That was a shocking point, by the way, in the movie. So it's it's literally creepy. Like you talking about after he they had the when they were at the table drinking the bourbon and Aaron drugged yeah. him to try to with what, some kind of sleep aid. I guess. Medicine. Like the I'll whole. I know with that, the actress that calls him is mm-hmm. actually Mark Duplass's wife. Oh, that's awesome! So, His real life wife. Yep, she's. Um, it's funny. I have this like weird viewpoint of Mark Duplass because I'm a big fan of the show The League, and he's like the lead character in that. And now, having watched this and going back and watching, because I've been in the middle of rewatching that. It's like this copy character that has this very um, dark side that I never really noticed before. So it gives a whole different vibe to the whole show. But his wife's on it too. So he uh, he was in 
Lazarus Effect. He was the lead in that as mm-hmm. well. Yes. He he's I think he does pretty well and even though he's only done let's say three different horror movies cuz Creep Creep twice. Creep and Creep or Creep Creep and Lazarus creep, Effect. Creep, creep and Creep Creep. Uh, creep and Creep 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 Creep. Dude, well he's a good actor first of all. I do uh when like you were saying John in The League, he is hilarious on that show. Right. He's pretty yep. funny. Now, well, and it's such a I know that raunchy, weird comedy to throw with the basis of that show and how they're always screwing each other over anyway. It, I wouldn't put it past them to be yeah. killing off people secretly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick Kroll and John LaJoy are on that show also. Oh, my God. Okay, I need to watch it just for John LaJoy. It used to be on FX. Show me your genitals. <laughs> your genitals. It's, show uh, me your genitals. Your genitalia. The whole series is on Hulu right now. If you want to go back and watch it, oh yeah, yeah. oh that's that's one for the books now. Mm-hmm. Um, so like leading up to like getting the Craigslist ad or reading the Craigslist ad, mm-hmm. um, it it was just it was, it seemed so innocent. Like, hey, I want a video. I want a video and document my life before my unborn child is is born, because I won't survive. Like that was that was kind of touching, and they kind of like bring down your shields for that. And then he gets to the cabin, and it's just super like friends. Like, hey, what's up, dude? What's up, buddy? It's an odd like, way to make friends. <laughs> See, I think the and, premise of why. The, for the first movie, the premise of why he has Aaron out there in the first place, what his shtick is or his appeal is, is the whole reason why this movie works. Because yeah. you go into this movie, it's called Creep, so you know someone's going to be a creep. Like, there's no, there's only two people in this movie, and one of them's going to do something presumably pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the way it plays up to a certain point, because you're given this, like, you know, tumor cancer story and you're you, he plays himself as sympathetic again, up to a point. And it really, everything that happens, that's creepy up until the, um, the story that we are, are, are we not using the R word? Is that something we're not supposed to do? I don't no, know. you can say, I it. mean, we could say it. Okay. Yeah. You, I say it all the time. Go ahead. So, <laughs> um, up until the rape story that he tells, which who knows if that's true or false true. or whatever. Right. Up until that point, the whole reason why this character is sympathetic is he's quirky and he's kind of nice and likable. But at the same time, you almost give him a pass because he's got cancer and he's trying to do this weird thing Mm -hmm. before he goes for this supposed unborn child. So you can almost write off a lot of the creepiness. And it almost for a while there, really all the way up until the end, kind of makes you wonder which one of these guys is actually the bad guy. Like, which one was oh. actually going to push this to, well, at least for me? I mean, I I should say, I knew who was going to be the bad guy for two reasons. One, there's a sequel, and only one of them's in it. Well, <laughs> And two, like, I had a very loose idea of what the premise was of this movie. So I kind of knew, like, okay, conceivably, I know that Pete from the League is going to do something gnarly in this movie at some point. But <laughs> Pete from the League. <laughs> I keep calling him that, even though I know he's got two different mo- names in these movies. But um, yeah, I know that's coming, but I almost found myself like, 
this could flip real easy because it's just weird enough that you can almost buy why this guy's being weird and a little bit eccentric. But it's also just creepy enough that you could see this other person who, whose decisions become increasingly stupid throughout the movie, just kind of snapping yeah. and ending it. So, yeah, and it could be that he, the Aaron was looking for the potential victim. Yeah, through the Craigslist ad, I like that. I like that viewpoint. That's a really good viewpoint. Um, the um, the the one of the weirder ones the scenes was tubby time for me that really like unsettled me quite a bit yeah i wasn't a fan like, of that. like how, how how are you going to ask a grown man to video you in a bathtub and you're talking about your unborn child and what you would do in tubby time yeah i I'm probably going to say this multiple times on this episode, but mm -hmm. I cannot. I, I hope Creep Three, if they make it, when they make it, when, when, not if, when. Yeah. It's being. Really I really hope greenlit. it's a prequel. Yeah. I I kind of hope it's a prequel just to find out what happened to him to make him this way. Well, theoretically, you, you might get that story in part two. But again, you don't really know if that's the story that you're getting, if that's accurate or well, not. It he gives actually, you a story. In, but he also gave Aaron a story. In part right. two, it's referenced as to why he is the way he is. Because he said his first kill was in self-defense when he was a lot mm -hmm. younger. And he enjoyed it so much that he thought, oh, this is my destiny. This is what I meant to do. But I'm talking... So he kept going. I'm talking about tubby time. Why does he still have... Um, oh. Uh, peaches. Why being, does I think that's just him being weird? I think it's it him be. just trying I mean, to play into the lie that he created about being a father. That mm. too. That that could so. be it. Mm. Well, didn't he mention something about that when he was a baby? That's something that him and his father did together. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that? Mentioned? But again, okay. the whole every line of dialogue that comes out of Pete's mouth in this movie, I'm kind of like, yeah, but. I don't know it's if I believe bullshit. a fucking thing you're saying. <laughs> it's, it's total bullshit. Right. Everything he says really? is bullshit. Really? Right. Really? I mean, um, you might as well just have what's-his-face in there like, you sure about that? Because I don't know yeah, that, yep. any of that. <laughs> um, That's what but, I felt like. I mean, and again, you kind of realize that more and more as the movie goes on. Like, the whole thing, he's just, like, you kind of go further and further down the rabbit hole. Um, mm -hmm. But there's a lot of things it does for this kind of movie, and by this kind of movie, I mean a found footage movie that I didn't expect it to do where it pulled off really well. So, Yeah. That it actually had a good storyline? <laughs> and it wasn't so just, like, I've, running around screaming? Truthfully, I'm not a big fan of found footage to begin with. It's probably a part of why I kind of sat this one out for almost 10 time. years. Yeah. <laughs> um, usually I hear found footage and I've, I've watched a bunch of them. Some of them for our show, some of them because I'm a Tubi addict and I just fall into things, whether it's good or not. Mm -hmm. And to the genre's credit, it's a genre that can, you can make a film for like next to nothing and actually tell a story in a cognitive way, sort of. 
this movie really shows what yeah. happens when you take that same concept and put people who are actually actors in that role and how much of a difference that can make. And I don't mean that to sound shitty towards anyone in a found footage movie that's their first role or all they could get or whatever. I mean, I get it. They're trying. They're doing their best. But I mean, yeah. Mark Duplass is a legit actor. Like He's a professional, not just some kid in an art class that happened to be in a horror movie. Right. Well, I know he uh, he wrote and somewhat he he helped with uh, some of the direction of this. I think I do know he wrote it. Uh, he produced it. Him and Jason Bloom, because this is a Bloomhouse movie. Shout out to Bloomhouse. Ugh. Absolute Huge Bloomhouse fans right here. Fans. Uh, I do know uh, most of the movie was pure improv, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. I love improv- improvisation. I thought that I thought that was pretty cool, especially when there's chemistry. To, oh yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. Mark Duplass and uh, Brian. Brian, they seemed like they had really good chemistry. I mean, together. they wrote the movie together. Yeah, so they knew the characters. Well, one of the things I saw is uh, this was it took one week to shoot this, and it only had a five page outline. Oh, that's it. Sounds like one of our shit what, movies. I mean, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. So if there was like a 40 page outline, I'd be a little surprised by what this movie is. And that actually works to this movie's strength. Like it's so simplistic of a story that it's easy to follow along. And even when they are running around in the woods and doing whatever, they're not just running around and screaming. There's enough, there's enough there to keep you. It's almost like watching a, a YouTube video. Like there's enough there to keep your attention, but it's not so much that it's over the top one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can yeah. I just say the locket scene was also kind of weird? It was very weird. <laughs> it was very weird. But yeah. Yeah. Like how 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 did he get the picture so fast? Like how did he how did it happen? Well, I mean, he's been stalking him probably forever. I you I know, mean, I feel like that's true. Do you think maybe he wrote the Craigslist ad <coughs> just for his attention? No, I think that's just his like tactic. MO. Because he seems to be able to well, he seems to be able to get people to respond to it based off the second movie. I thought that yeah. at first, but when you see the second movie, I was like, well, okay, that's just kind of what he does. So yeah, it's his MO. Yeah. Hmm. Um so he he didn't drug him enough to actually make him completely out, which is kind of like it's part of the script. But then me as a human going, What the fuck, dude? <laughs> like just just hit him over the head with a hammer and run. Tie him up at least <laughs> at minimum, like something oh, yeah. so he's not getting up. Like, yeah. Again, this is where you get into Aaron in this movie. His decision making as you progress through the movie, and especially once you get like in retrospect of it, you're like, man, what a dumb shit. Like just a stupid human exactly. being, like from the get go. So, yeah. um, even if you want to buy the you know, sympathy of being a guy videoing a cancer patient. You lose all that credibility when you can't even like knock out said cancer patient to save your own life. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. I just, that checks out. I mean, even at that point, if I was videoing a cancer patient, like, that weirdness level has gotten to that point where I'd be like, look, dude, 
This has been great. I'll send you what I need to. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. You are too weird for me. Yeah. I think if if I was in uh, Aaron's shoes, what would have done it for me was after I drugged him when we were like for sitting at the table sharing whiskey, and he's passed out, like dead asleep. Well, he couldn't find his car keys. That's oh, why well, he did that too on the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And then turn around, dude's gone and standing outside mm-hmm. on the porch, just with this blank look. Mm-hmm. I'm out. I would have been out before um, that. Like, dude, thanks. Here's your money back. I appreciate the opportunity, but I'm I mean, going. Like, the one scene where he, he put on the mask and was, like, blocking the door and, like, waving his hips. Oh, like, rubbing his ass on the door. Yeah, and, like, and he was, like, taunting him. I, that would have been point another, of the movie. like, out. Yeah. High point of the yeah. movie right there. <laughs> oh, for um, sure. For sure. Yeah, I, anytime that mask comes out wild. and he starts doing something wacky, I'm like, all right. I'm I'm back in. I'm good. So whatever. Um and I want that weird, <laughs> like eccentricness of it. So Yeah. I don't know. It's I, I don't think I could answer and a Craigslist ad like if I was wanting to make a film documentary, something like that. I don't I don't think I would have lasted half the day the the tubby time would have been the uh the end of it for me honestly yeah that's like, I, that was what like not even halfway through the movie thing. felt like yeah, yeah it just felt like a super uncomfortable situation i don't know i mean yes on the one Sympathy. hand it it is it's super uncomfortable on the other hand it's also like not to be crude, but what guy hasn't seen another guy's dick? I, if that's the worst thing that you're going to have to endure with it, it's it's weird. Yeah, but I guess. I mean, I also would have been like, "Homie, no one's going to see your 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 wang in this. You can go ahead and put a ba- bathing suit on if you really want to sit around in the tub like yeah. a weirdo." So, right. And why are you sitting in the tub naked, talking about your unborn child? Yeah, being in the tub with yeah. you. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Ugh. I don't know. I can't. I don't know how to put a positive spin on that. There is I've no never positive been spin in that, on that situation no, before. Never Hopefully, been I never nope. will be. But nope. I guess uh, I don't know. I guess Joseph was so good at convincing Aaron about his quote unquote terminal illness mm-hmm. that uh, Aaron just felt a lot of sympathy, and he was like, "All right, this is kind of fucked up, but this guy's he called like he needs help." And mm-hmm. I just I want to be here to help him out in any way I can, so I'll do him this solid. And so I'll hang out and I'll sit with him while he plays with an imaginary infant in right. in water. Right. I don't know. It's it, yeah. I I mean, there's there's sympathy behind it, I guess. They also play in a little bit about how Aaron convincing. is supposedly. Well, they play in a little bit to how he's supposedly really strapped for cash, and I. I don't feel like a thousand dollars is enough to make a difference in my life to deal with, you know, that. But I guess if you're down enough, you might. That. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know but, if if you're an aspiring filmmaker, you know, a grand is a grand. I feel like if you're I mean, an aspiring filmmaker, some twenty pay- bucks is twenty bucks. It's <laughs> well, also true. I feel like you're if you're an aspiring filmmaker, <laughs> the pathway to success does not involve Craigslist. So that's very fair. That is a that's a very good right. assessment. Yeah. 
Like, oh, man, my I mean, film career is going in the shitter so bad. Let's see what's on the internet. What creeps are out there that want me and my camera? Well, and interestingly, I that's kind of what the, the second movie scene. is. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I completely forgot about the diner scene where they were in the mm-hmm. diner together and he takes a piece of Aaron's hair. No, he did that. Uh, he snuck, That's when he snuck. Okay, let's go into that part. When uh, he sneaks into Aaron's <laughs> house, when Aaron's at home and he's fucking sleeping. Yeah. And he, he lifts up his hair and cuts it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the diner. Well, no, the diner but he tells creepy. Aaron he did. The diner scene's tried to play as creepy because he claims that it's a place that he's been up like a bunch of times. And then he acts like he's never been there. Like, yes. And it's, I didn't even really notice it until I kind of looked at it a little bit closer. I was like, didn't think that because I mean everyone's got those restaurants they go to all the time. You still stare at the menu like an idiot every time you go in there because mm. they yeah. give you a menu. You look at it. So I didn't think it was that big a deal. But I, I couple things I was reading before we talked about this. There people say, like, "Oh, he should have known that menu like the back of his hand." I'm like, eh, whatever. I didn't think that was the worst thing that he did in this movie. Yeah, it was a good cover for almost being caught in a lie, though. I mean it. It's a logical cover, too, though. So Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Those pancakes did look pretty fucking good, though. <laughs> <laughs> he sold I'm that a sucker for a pancake. For Dude, I'm a sucker for a pancake. <laughs> yeah, like, you could probably tell me, like, hey, we're going to do some real creepy shit, but I'm going to give you some pancakes. But, well, now I'm kind of interested in it. So. <laughs> you, okay. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. How many pancakes can I have? How many am I right? <laughs> that cinnamon roll pancake that I had today was pretty oh, yeah, damn yeah. good. She had pancakes. Uh, we went to Denny's for, for lunch today, and she got us. Well, it was of, brunch. It was cinnamon roll pancakes. Dude, they were legit. Oh, my <laughs> they God. Were legit. There's, uh, st- there's a pancake house here that does. Uh, they put crumbled bacon in their pancakes. They just throw it right in the batter. And they start yeah. doing that. It's, it's straight up amazing. So I uh, knew I should have gotten the. Bacon crumple pancakes today at Denny's because they have that too. Yeah, but they overload it with bacon crumples. Okay, and it's a lot. Oh no, and yeah, dude. What's There's that? never a and lot then, of bacon. And guess what they top it with? Four strips of bacon. <laughs> Sounds, Sounds American delicious. to me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Amer- That is the most Denny's thing I have ever heard. <laughs> oh if, man! If I mean, aside from that, a metal it's, concert it's being. I mean, aside from a metal concert being <laughs> in the Denny's dining room, yeah, pretty much. <coughs> so, what the fuck is the, up, Denny's? It's my the favorite viral ever. clip ever. So. What do I feel? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like that was here in Kentucky? Oh my god! It probably it was somewhere around here. It had to. It was probably. in Ohio. That's I basically what the metal scene here is like. Oh, pretty sure okay, it was that, in Ohio. that explains it. Yeah. That's okay. The- yeah. That checks. But Cincinnati. And it's not as, probably Cincinnati. It's not as cool as it sounds. The actual story behind it is the Denny's was basically closed anyway. Like they were shuttering. So almost everything was out of there. So they actually rented out the place that was essentially empty and then just shot the video. You can't see any of that on the video because all you see is the band and the morons fighting invisible ninjas oh. or whatever. But it's a fun story nonetheless. <laughs> and it makes a great video. So. <laughs> Again, that's the metal scene here. <laughs> what kids fighting invisible ninjas? That's yeah, that's that's oh, the Louisville God. metal scene. It's awful. Punch it is em. embarrassing. It's embarrassing. 
Except for the three bands that your brother's in. Yeah, the three of they're, the they're 12. They're all good. Yeah. They're all good. Yeah, <laughs> all three of them. The other <laughs> bands in here suck. No, her brother is in three metal bands. What bands? I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you like Dooner? Dooner. Dooner. Do you like Doom Stoner, Doom metal? Stoner metal? We'll send you some music. That's pretty rad. I'm I'm more of like uh, a punk ska guy, but I went through like a metal and a hardcore phase, so I I still like it from time to time. And then the Stonecutters is more along Thrash. the lines of it's more heard of that. It's band. like a have you? You've heard of Stonecutters? They yes. play Michigan. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Her brother's the bass player. Yeah. He just got indoctrinated okay. like what six months ago? About six months ago. Yeah. yeah. That's and then cool. His black metal mm-hmm. band, Crown of Serpents. They're very like. It's dark. It's I, black metal. Oh, it's black, but they're. I the feel like I've heard of that, but that's a very like kind of. It's a very like stereotypical gimmick. like yeah, yeah metal name type sound. It, yeah. So it's yeah they're they're uh, the whole gimmick is it's it's skulls bones and corpse paint. It's exactly what and snakes and snakes. Yeah. Wow, serpents. Serpents. Crowns of serpents. The crown <laughs> like of snakes. Time. Yeah, no, he's only played like three or four shows with that one, so they're he's working a on lot a set. Of shows with Crown. No. Yeah, it, it's been a while, but yeah, I I've been to two all of the, the shows. old Metal Mondays from like two. Three oh years yeah, ago. that's right. He did play a Every lot of Metal week. Mondays. I forgot Every about week, that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are his three bands that he plays in. Religiously, it's she, and they're in Ohio today, to, this weekend. They're playing some sort of huge I think fest Col- or I think something. He's in, uh, Columbus. I don't know. Or, and yeah, then um, right outside Stonecutters, he's, it's like they rotate. So that's a running joke that we make that he's in half the local bands in the area. Or all of them. Hey, <laughs> we all know that guy. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I'm related to that yeah. guy. Yeah. She, <laughs> growing up, shared a bed with that guy. <laughs> you could be that could guy. Be worse. <laughs> you could be worse. Yeah, I'm. Those guys tend to have fun, so I wouldn't. It's not uh, so bad. I got a friend like that who's in, I think, four bands now. So I don't know. I lost okay. count, but they're all pretty good. So, or at least I like them. So, no, her her brother, he's a super talented guy. He's and he's fucking awesome. <coughs> he's awesome. That's what everybody says, but you didn't grow up I with look, him. Well, he, he, look, my <laughs> my my brother bailed on me twenty years ago, so I have your brother to fill in that void for me. So I have that. Then he'll kill you then. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what were you going to say, John? I just was going to ask, since you two are the veterans of this movie, and I just saw I have the IMDb page open, and they just kind of, it was rolling a clip from it. There's a scene after Aaron gets away the first time where he sends him the first video, and he shows him bearing, he claims it's mm-hmm. a body. There's three trash bags. Obviously, they don't really say it in the movie. Is there yeah. like any lore or anything that's is that supposed to actually be a body, or is he just throwing out a bunch of garbage by burying it, or is there is that just hearsay? Well, so. when I when when I go back and watch that scene, I always I really try to pay it because I don't know if it is garbage or a body, so I really try to listen to the because usually if you're carrying bags of garbage, you can hear the garbage like clanking together and all that. So there's I a little bit of a schlop sound, that, but they they added like yeah, a little bit of a also... schloppy sound effect, but you know, mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And and three bags—that's that was either a really tall person, or that was multiple people. 
Because those are the, or you like put them the in big, smaller bags. Yeah, yeah, industrial. I don't know. Bodies are heavy. Maybe you yeah. just break it up into smaller bags for easier transport. So it could have yeah. been. Well, plus he's walking up a really. I, well, I don't know if the camera's angled a certain way for him to make to right. Create like and an he illusion, was pulling it, or if that hill was actually that steep because it looked like he was it climbing the side s- of a mountain. So again, no expert in burying bodies, but I would think if you were going to bury a body, you wouldn't want to do it on a on a hill that's that steep because it's going to erode, and eventually that body's not going to be buried anymore. Right. See that also. I'm just wondering if it was a psychological tactic, because he already had Aaron terrified. Yeah. And right. that's probably what he wants from his victims is to himself. be terrified. And you think he like filmed himself taking out actual trash just to create the illusion of that like, he was yes. And then that I'm next. And film it and, and creep him out a little bit. Yes. Okay. He that could be sense. using that psychological tactic. Yeah, just to add to the fear. Right. And I mean, he sent him. He sent him the tape. Um, he kept sending him like little gifts yeah. at the very end to kind of like trigger that so that's that's why i think it was more of a fear tactic so that he'll mm-hmm. let he, he'll keep his guard up so he can watch him until he's at the point where he lets his guard down like at the end of the movie when he thinks it's all over and it's not well wasn't the first dvd that he mailed aaron wasn't that in the box with the knife and the stuffed animal wolf puppy thing no the no. first one is the one with him Bearing the bags. The second one has yeah, that's yeah, that's knife, what I was talking about. The wolf and the locket. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the locket. That's yeah. right. Was the locket was mm-hmm. in the dog, wasn't it? Yeah. Cut the knife. Take the knife. Cut the dog open. Yeah, the stuffed dog. Okay. And then the mm-hmm. locket's in there. Yeah. Okay. So of course, fear tactic. And yeah. I mean, if you if you go back and and watch like true crime or listen to true crime, like that's a lot of your serial killers enjoy that fear that their victims are in yeah before they kill them well there's others they'll cut straight to the chase well yeah but this Mm. one was a game to him yeah this one was a a game of cat and mouse yeah cat and canary cat and canary (laughs) tom and jerry yeah that's what it felt like um but that's my take on it I mean, that all makes sense. I, I I won't I won't debate that. I just was curious if there was like anything that was, I don't know. Maybe they had an interview. Stood or out. Said, yeah, that's yeah, that's uh, you know, five pounds of spaghetti in each bag that we're just slopping around or something. I don't know. <laughs> too much. He made too much dinner. He was feeding yeah. raccoons. I mean, he oh, lived yeah. in the woods. So, um, exactly. Can I just say that final scene where he t- takes Aaron out of the game? Hmm. Yeah. Holy hell. Well, let's let's go back to the house real quick. Okay. Aaron's house. Uh, you see uh, Aaron laying in bed, and he hears the noise. Gets oh, up, yeah. Turns on the dining room light, pacing back and forth. When Aaron gets out of frame, you see uh, Joseph standing there at the doorway, like right up against the door, just watching him smiling. A very maniacal, so- twisted smile. Let's just pretend we're being stalked for a minute. Maybe you shouldn't go on leaving windows open where your stalker can see in and turning lights on so that they can watch you walk around the house in the middle of the night. That's Stalker 101 is don't make it easy for them. 
that's yeah. valid. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He got a thousand dollars from Jacob or whatever he's calling himself in this movie. Joseph. Pete. Joseph. I'm I'm gonna stick with Pete. Um, he got a thousand dollars from Pete. <laughs> Go buy some blinds and like get your glass doors so that people can't just look in and see what you're doing in there. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, there's there's always a, a theory that I've lived well not a theory but a rule that I've lived by. When it's nighttime, close your blinds and shut your door. Mm-hmm. Make it to where nobody can. If there's somebody out there wanting to look in your house, make it to where they can't. Mm-hmm. It's also an yeah, old well, Appalachia. It's called being an adult. So <laughs> that too. Yeah. yeah. That scene does play well, though, because, again, we've already established that Aaron's not the brightest knife in the toolbox at this point. Um, it kind of plays on the whole psychological aspect where they're obviously screwing with him and he's losing his shit as this is going on. So it does work as a scene. But again, as someone who's not being stalked by a serial killer, hopefully, um, <laughs> that it does you make know you of. say... Yeah, it does make you say, like, what the fuck are you doing, man? So, yeah. You're not using your brain, homie. <laughs> right. There's weird shit going on. Like, stop answering the door. Exactly. Quit quit opening the boxes. I don't know. Yeah. It's America. Buy a gun. <laughs> yeah. 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 I so, mean, anyway, the I mean, uh, Aaron's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was. I'm not a gun guy, but if I know that there's a creep stalking me, I might go to Walmart and buy a shotgun or whatever, just in case. Yeah. Hey, we have one. Look yeah. around here. That uh, I know about stalkers firsthand. Three times. I do. Yeah, don't you? I do. <laughs> not like this. Not Joseph kind of creepy stalker. Almost. Pretty pretty damn close. God, there was that one. <laughs> it was almost. You almost had it a couple uh, years ago. Yeah, you really got to stop being so nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> you you got it. <laughs> I know. I need to be a cunt. <laughs> Sometimes it's okay. <laughs> it's like it's like going ass to mouth in the heat of the moment. Sometimes it's forgivable to be a cunt. It's forgivable. It clerks to reference. Okay. It's forgivable to go ass. Yeah. To mouth. It's forgivable to be a cunt, mm-hmm. you know. It goes both ways. Okay. So. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Aaron's murder. I fucking love the way that they did this. Coming from a special effects makeup artist and um, uh, just a, an, a special effects artist, I should say. Yeah. That was phenomenal. Like, the actor's portrayal of it. The the axe just and I, then him going out. I loved the subtle like click you the, hear when the axe hits. That mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was a really cool touch. But I but you're kind of like oh he's okay he's fine and then you see Joseph walk up behind him and you're like oh fuck. <coughs> oh yeah, no, I was. That, see, I was watching it like. Why are you not looking anywhere other than straight ahead or at your phone? You fucking moron. Like, great, you have a camera. That's one issue I have. Only goes so far. (laughs) Also, 
Look at the scene. Right. There's no people around. Yeah. So you know it's quiet out there. If somebody was to walk up behind you, mm-hmm. you would hear it. Not there's if they wanted to do damage. Too. There's le- there's leaves on the ground, so you would hear the crunch of that. And he's like you a foot see, away. You would see the reflection of the silver axe in the sun in the water that you're staring at. Yes. Also. Maybe maybe he was just over it. You maybe could, he was like, take you me. You could hear the sound of the jacket or his coat opening, pulling out the mask and him pulling it over his head. You would hear that. Maybe he had earbuds in. No. There's no way. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He seems dumb enough at this point that I could see him sitting there with earbuds like, oh, I'll just listen to my camera because that will <laughs> pick up perfect audio from 50 yards away. So I'll, I'll sit here and play Fruit Ninja on my phone or Angry Birds yeah. with my earbuds in, knowing there's a psycho that I'm waiting for here, but I'll just block out any sense of hearing that I can have. But, But then again, I just said... What if he was just like, I'm over it. If he's going to get me, come and get me. That would have made him come across as suicidal, and he didn't seem like that at all. Yeah, but if you were creeped and, and stalked the way he was... You'd be on high alert. High alert. Maybe I he was just I tired of it. My, was, my back would I have been towards the suicidal. water. Yeah, that, but I think if he was... Like, if the idea was that he was suicidal, I think he never would have showed up there in the first place because... At least he doesn't give him the satisfaction of being able to finish his, you know, whatever. That too. Yeah, that too. So, if I don't know, if I was Aaron, and I if if I was in that situation, the only thing I'm not looking at is the water. My back is going to be to the water. Also, I'm going to look where there's other people and go there. Maybe that, or I'm putting my back against. I'm putting my back against something that like the tree where he can't, or the water in this case, something where there's. There's no he way of him sneaking behind. up. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way of him sneaking up behind you. Right. Joe or Aaron's not a smart guy. It, no. Well, not again, he becomes dumber and dumber or more obviously dumber and dumber as the movie progresses. Yeah. And he, it doesn't make any sense. No. Like at the beginning of it, he's like, oh, this is, you know, I'm kind of worried about how this is going to go. Yeah. But I really need the money. His his awareness decreased as the movie went on. Maybe he liked oh, yeah. being stalked. That's a possibility. I don't know. But it's, yeah. it, even if he did, like, he's... I just, I don't believe that you wouldn't notice any number of things when he's behind you with the axe. Like, even right. just taking an axe and putting the axe on the ground, which he does before he puts... You would hear that, because there's nothing else going on there. It's not like he's in, you know, New York or something, where there's traffic and all kinds of other shit going on to, like, make noise. Yeah. Right. That's... Yeah, that's true. Not like in Creep 2 at the end. Um. So, earlier you said you were thumbing around on IMDb for stuff. Well, I came across something mm-hmm. that really piqued my interest... And this movie actually has three other alternate endings. They made alternate endings for both of them. Yeah. And I would very much like to see them. I would love to see them. Release the alternate endings! Yeah. Release the creep cut. 
release the Pete cut. Pete cut. <laughs> I, I really hope the alternate ending is that they join a fantasy football league and play shenanigans on each other for a full season. That's what I would want to see. Hey, you know what? Let's connect the universes. So Pete see? lost at fantasy football so many times that had sent him on this spiral, spir- this downward spiral psychologically that it, it like it pissed him off so much he just went on a killing rampage and changed his name. Or Rafi shows up because he's the better character, lights yeah. Aaron on fire, and then eats a pocket hot dog and takes off. <laughs> eats a pocket <laughs> hot dog. Hmm? <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> See? <be> good... <laughs> Hollywood doesn't pay me for these things, and there's no writers not working right now. I could easily make at least 25 bucks doing this. You could make, like, uh, the league, the movie. <laughs> I At could. Least. It's an option. Yeah. So make it make a movie about it, like, and that'll be like the end of the whole thing, right there. Really wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right. So speaking of speaking of creep two, creep two. Let's bring it in. Creep two came out October twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. IMDb gave it a six point four out of ten. Well, they didn't. The fans did, or viewers. Same thing. <laughs> Whoever uh, writes these things. Oh, right? Yeah. Mark Duplass. Probably. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Pete. 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 Um, I like the way that he... Ch- <laughs> I like the way he changes his name to Aaron in this. Yeah. It's really nice touch that works for this movie. And it's... The interesting about this movie is I actually think... Name aside, this movie would be better if I didn't see the first one before somehow. <laughs> Okay. I do like the second one better. I disagree, and I'll I'll get into why later. But I think this movie would the second one would work better without knowing that Pete is a piece of shit. Because I think mm-hmm. what makes the first one work well, I might as well get into it now. I guess because why not? Fuck sure, it. go ahead. Let's um, go. The thing that makes the first one work so well is it kind of walks this line: is this a sympathetic character? Is this a psychotic character? Is this Someone who, you know, is going to get killed by this other guy who's named Aaron in the first movie. Like, it, it has enough of a mystery there. With the second one, not only does he tell you right out the gate, but you already know, hands down, this is the bad guy. So unless they introduce a worse guy or girl, this is what you're getting into is kind of more of the same. Okay. Yeah. I I like that view. I really do. Um. I I like the second one more than the first because you go into it thinking a female is going to be the victim, which, of course, she technically is. Well, she 100% is. Right. But as the movie progresses, you see that she matches his energy to keep herself alive because she's thinking yeah. Strategically, like if I act as weird as him, she has final girl brain. She really does. Um, She's certainly smarter than Aaron. Final girl, almost. Yeah. Oh, because the final girl when yeah. there's only yeah. two characters in the uh, movie, other than Topender that shows up for like five minutes. <laughs> the... Dude, that's sorry. Really... I'm I'm really bad. I'm really that, bad at calling people by really other movie names. I really. 
No. No, we do you, that too all you, the time. You can a- you can ask her every time we watch Creep Two. Like, oh shit, yeah, I forgot Doppender's in this. <laughs> every I watch. If I it, see him I in like, anything, anything. Oh, that's Doppender. I saw. Like, is that fucking Doppender? Okay. So, um, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, I like the way though that they turned it from. Yes, I was gonna say uh, I like the way that they turned it from a Craigslist photography video journal to a a a YouTube yes. Yeah, which is more along the lines of 2017. I of mean, what? she's she's no Logan Paul on a trip to Japan, but she did pretty good <laughs> with the with the weird shit. But yeah, shout I out mean, Logan Paul. <laughs> Her motivations are certainly more believable than Aaron's because yeah, I mean, truthfully, there this. YouTube channel probably exists already, and I just don't care to find it. Like an actual version of this, maybe with the, not without, you know, not with the fun killer angle, but I'm yeah. sure there's someone who just goes and interviews weird people in bathtubs and whatever, and you know, I don't care to watch it. So <laughs> it does seem very uninteresting. Yeah, <laughs> hence why she gets like four views on a video. So yeah. Right. I could just go and watch anything on True TV for if I wanted to really see it. Oh yeah. Pretty much. So, I uh I mean I like the way like when she comes into the house he was like Mr. S- uh uh well hello. Well, when she walks in he's like making a smoothie. Yeah. A green smoothie. Would you he's like, like a smoothie? He's like, "What? I can't hear you." The smoothie's going, and just let's just keep making your dumb smoothie. Right. You have a guess, but yeah, keep, okay. Keep making the smoothie. Still going. Okay, we're done. I like how they brought it back to the first movie when they bring up one of the first things you see is the axe that kills Aaron. And oh yeah, they oh, bring the it up, and he's well. I like how they bring it back later when she's talking to him, and she goes, "You said that the axe was the first thing you saw, and then you ended up killing him with it." Does that mean you're going to kill me with a blender? And he's like, oh, I hadn't thought of that. I'm not sure how that would work. <laughs> yeah. um, I thought that was pretty entertaining. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I like the way that, again, like she she matched energies with him, um, that she tried to out weird him, but mm-hmm. also tried to play that well. comfort part as to where it's like, hey, don't kill me because I really care about you, even though I'm lying, but I care about you. I don't think she outwarded him because he stood there in front of the fireplace. You know, Baho naked? Oh, it was cock and balls just bro- blowing in the wind. I didn't see any balls. It was all cock. I mean, that was a, that was a cock. Was that was a lot of cock. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Like, okay. Good for him. Now because the bottom line <laughs> is there needs to be more dong in movies, period. Like, I'm sorry. It just has to happen. <laughs> We're going to... If we're going to have it so that, you know, titties are flopping out all over the place, and let's not stop that, you might as well throw a dong in there once in a while because fuck it. John, I appreciate you. Thank you. It's like David Lee Roth said, everybody wants some. So. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dick's out for Duplass. (laughs) (laughs) Should we start that Twitter after this? Was that the real adventures of Pete and Pete? Pete was standing there with his Pete out. 
You know, for a show that features a song called Pete's Tiny Little Erectic, I was like, I wouldn't call that tiny. (laughs) (laughs) That was definitely not tiny. Maybe he did that to prove a point to his fantasy league players. Exactly. (laughs) Just to top, just to show up taco. So, Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to stand here in front of this random chick and just pull my dick out Mm -hmm. and see what happens. (laughs) I like that after he did that, though, what I thought was funny is she goes into the bathroom and you, you, it almost like the normal human brain's like, okay, you're going to like jump out the window and get the fuck out of there because obviously something bad's going to happen. She's like, this is everything I wanted. He's within two minutes, got his dick in my face. I was like, that's what you wanted? Like, I don't think you have to try that hard to make that happen. So, <laughs> Not on Craigslist, you don't. I don't think you need to try that hard anywhere. I mean, she's attractive enough that if she just says, hey, put your dick in my face to any number of random guys, she's going to have a pretty good success rate. Oh, well, yeah. Probably about, what, 80%? Give or take. Mm. Yeah. Well, may- maybe 60. You got to count for the gay ones. Yeah. I get, yeah, that's fair. Because um, they only care about tits. But if it's, but if it's art, they might be okay with it. That's true. Well, but it's it's see, the real the realism in me thought, isn't this supposed to go on YouTube? Can you do this? That too. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that too. <laughs> Although it is her her final episode, and the channel's coming down like, right after, so maybe she was like, eh, fuck, fuck it. it, it's getting taken down yeah. anyway. No. Who cares? The, yeah, uh, the next the next season of Explorers or whatever will be on OnlyFans. So. <laughs> <laughs> season two. Whatever her show was, yeah. It'll be for her Patreon. Exactly. For the Patreon. <laughs> if you want to if you want to see Aaron's cock, please subscribe patreon.com slash this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag why am I here? Did anybody else notice like the whole time? Like he kept saying, I know you have a knife in your boot. Like every different scene. You didn't? No. He said it several times. He said it. It was like every different scene. Basically, it's right after she tells you because she goes in the bathroom. And again, I'm thinking, oh, she's if she's smart, she's going to bust that window out and GTFO. Jump out the window. No. And she's like, yeah. "Oh, I got a knife in my boot." I'm like, "Yeah, that will that will save you." So, and yeah, he, yeah. he reminds and her then of it quite frequently. He said I it again. He said it again on the hike to the creek. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then he said it again on the way Was back bef- from the creek. after he said, told like got mad at her for asking so many questions. Yeah, he was, was it after that. And it was it was around that, that time because he he said something like, um, "This is an interview. We need to you need your questions for the interview or something." Yeah, it was around that time. Okay, like, yeah. I know you have a knife in your boot. Can we? Can yeah. we you're asking so many questions. Can we just save it for the interview? Yeah. yeah, and you could. I also liked the way that they made him like seem chill, and he was. In the summer of 1979, and then the car would drive by, and he'd stop and get mad and start the from the beginning. No, the bird. The car was first. Then there was the bird. Oh yeah. Then the bird shut up, and then, and the, then bird the bird came back. Again. Yeah. And then the bird shut up, 
then the bird came back, and then that's when he was like, I'm going to my trailer, and like yeah. ran off. Okay, let's let's backtrack like a little bit. Okay. Let's let's do some V. Okay. You're her. Okay. And you're interviewing Aaron. Mm-hmm. Well, Joseph, but now Aaron, mm-hmm. whatever the hell his actual name is. We don't know because and technically says, we talked about that the other night. Actually, I was wrong. Were you? Yeah. Because after Aaron, he killed Dave, Dollpender, at the beginning of Creep 2, slashed his throat with a knife. So his name should have been Dave. Look, so Aaron. if he used the name of his most previous victim, well, then his name should have been Dave already and not Aaron. We've already established his name is Pete. But He's just got all these aliases. <laughs> <laughs> but technically that video of, P- of Pete, fuck, of Dave, could have came... Before Aaron and Joseph. That's fair. So that that could be an old video. Maybe that could have been his first kill. No, because he looked the same age in that as he did in Creep 1. Okay, so maybe... I mean, I don't think they have... That was one of the kills before The only difference is medium hair and a beard. Yeah, I don't think they have Disney de-aging. Yeah. Damn it, I, I want to say I you tricked us again. I really, I really enjoyed him driving with the the peach fuzz mask on. Like as soon as I saw that, I started laughing uncontrollably because <laughs> one, so I imagine driving. Well, I imagine driving the other way in traffic, and I would love to look over and see someone wearing a stupid mask like that driving. Be glad that they didn't hit me, and then laugh. So, <laughs> yeah, I. See, I get that way. I get that excited when it comes to, um, like, during Halloween, whenever somebody's wearing, like, a Michael Myers mask or a uh, Jason Voorhees mask or, or some sort of mask, and I drive past them or pull up next to them, I'm like, okay, cool, that dude's hardcore. Yeah. So I think that's cool. But I... I'm all for it. Safety's bullshit. I'm all for it. <laughs> Yeah, man, live I mean, dangerous. You, yeah. Look, Steven Tyler said it best. Living on the edge. I was going to say, live dangerously, fuck bitches, make money. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he definitely did not fuck a bitch. No, he never has. No. He said that. According in, to him. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't believe too. that. Yeah, I don't believe that. Well, I don't look, think he I has think... consensually yes. made love yeah. to a yeah. woman. Or an alive I, woman. So, I think there's a little necro behind those eyes. So let's backtrack a minute here. Let's just take the things that he didn't sure. say in the movie. Let's just pretend he's been telling the truth for these two movies. In the first movie, forget the fact that it's it's a rape. He had sex in that movie. So he's automatically lying in the second movie when he said he's yeah. never had sex. With a woman. So uh, I think he just said he didn't have sex. But either way, I mean. With a woman. It's a lie. So, and furthermore, if you're yeah, a 40 year old man, and you, him. yeah, but if you're a 40 year old man and you've never gotten any, the second that anyone gets in a hot tub with you and touches you, that hot tub is soiled. Like, that's just what it is. So what's, it, it's, oh, it's all, yeah, you're, yeah. so, you're a oh, stupid yeah. prune at that point. He's you're, playing you're, the card. You don't want to be in that hot tub. Yeah. You're, you're coming ropes at that point. I mean, you're, you're shooting Absolutely. Ropes. It's all over the place. That foam is not foam from the the chlorine and water. Yeah, no, no, 
that's dog water foam then. Well, the jets weren't even going. So at that point, it would just float to the top. There, well, then there would have been foam, but not happy there, not happy foam. There would have been, been jets coming in. There would have been happy foam, <laughs> I guess, for him. But no, let's go. Let's do some POV. Mm-hmm. So you're her. Mm-hmm. You're interviewing him, and he tells you, mm-hmm. I am a serial killer. Mm-hmm. I've killed 39 people. Uh, and when I get to my 40, like, I'm losing passion for this. I'm, I'm ready to be done. I don't enjoy it anymore. Mm-hmm. I want one more. Mm-hmm. All that stuff he said to her mm-hmm. in, in that little mm-hmm. early interview. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in her shoes. Okay. What do you do? Me? What, what do you think? Uh, first off, what I would do personally. Would you dip? Um, no, I would. I would ask him. I need to know the age that you killed your your kills. Each each one. I need. Here's a pen and paper. Start writing them down. Yeah. I need to know the age you killed. You, you your age. Right. I need to know the person that you killed and their age and sex. I need to know the location. I need to know how you did it and how long it took them to die. You killed thirty nine people. Go. That would give me enough time to figure out an escape plan. Yeah. To me, at least. Yeah. See, I would take the I would take the knife out of my boot and just go for it because hack away. Yeah. Like. Oh, my sock is. The last thing you need to do is be like. The last thing you need to do is be like, "Hey, write all this evidence down for me, and then I'm gonna leave." So. Well, it would give you enough, and then you're feeding his ego, though. At that point. Because he wants to tell her. her, I did like that he said to her, "I'm not gonna kill you." I realize that would be counterproductive. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he, he maybe he wanted to be the 40th. I mean, he did say he was the 40th. Himself? He, yeah, but he also was like, does let's it, make a suicide pact. Does it count if... You kill yourself, yourself? yes. Because that's a murder. You just murdered yourself. Even though it's not calling called murder yourself, it's no. called suicide. Oh. I don't count it. Yeah. Yeah. It, to me, at least. But no, I would I would try and buy as much time as possible to feed his ego. I, I'm I mean, so you know, say it was uh, again, bring Jace up in a band. What's your favorite show you've played? What's your favorite songs on your album? Yeah. They're, they're gonna wanna talk the shit out of that. Here's my favorite shows. this is what happened at the shows in fine detail. This is what da 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 ask me about haunting. What's your favorite part about haunting? I could talk for hours about that. I know. I know. <laughs> but that also brings back their passion and you can like run away. Right. Run away. Yeah. See, mine would be so But then I like I'd his like, idea of just me, stabbing. See, I would be so different if you wanted to get me rolling. Be like, tell me why Rob Zombie is a piece of shit. And that would keep me going for at least an hour or two. Yeah. I told you he is going to be... Our new best friend because of that. Rob Zombie, if you're listening to this, go fuck yourself. You and your stupid wife. Hey, <laughs> Sherry Moon Zombie is on I'm, my list of bitches I want to fight. I will I will the nicest thing I will say about him is I'm glad that they seem to have a healthy relationship. Keep it in your house. Hire a writer, hire an yeah, editor. Please. Stop making movies, uh, preferably. Stop making music. Your music's also fucking terrible. And just go be, go be the weird goth vegans that live in Texas or wherever the fuck Rob Zombie lives now. So, wait, wait, 
Time out. They're also vegan, both of them? Yes. Oh, He's pretty uh, vocal God. about it, too. Oh. I bet he has Again, Peter tattooed around turned, his bundle. God. This is a guy who turned Rain Wilson into a fish, which I'm not necessarily against that concept. But he turned a human into a fish, but he's a vegan. Seems weird to me. It's counterproductive, like people counterproductive. say. Yeah. <laughs> It's counterproductive. Oh. Counterproductive. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Oh, sorry. That. I go on tangents about that a lot. I don't like rap. Oh no, up. that's that's the most beautiful Look, thing man, ever. I could, do, right now. I could like, do like a whole two part series on why I hate Rob Zombie. We should totally have like a shit shit on Rob Zombie. Oh, the, the roast of Rob yeah, Zombie. the roast of Rob Zombie without him being here. But it's not funny friend jokes. It's we're making fun of him yeah. because fuck that stupid guy. I mean, get your get your music sucks. Your movies suck. The same fuck actors you. every movie change and, them up. And fuck your stupid little weird Brett Michaels looking cowboy hat that you have to wear <laughs> on stage. You know, it's a sad thing when I'm I'm a very much so a Halloween franchise fan. Like I love oh. all those movies with the exception of his too. And I also like a lot of really bad, shitty movies. Like, we half of our show is just talking about schlocky, shitty movies, like, intentionally. I really like his Scream episode, by the way. Thank you. I really so, like it. I appreciate that. Um, we do mix in some good movies in there once in a while. Where I'm going with this is I adamantly will say that his Halloween 2 is by far the worst movie that I've ever seen. I've sat through Black Devil Doll from Hell, I've sat through some really terrible fucking movies. And his Halloween 2 is just the biggest shit show that I can think of. And Did we just become best friends? I think so. <laughs> well, if our show goes for, <laughs> what is that? The That's the 10th movie. So if our, if our show goes for 10 years, in 10 years I'm going to have to talk about that movie on an episode. Because we only do a Halloween movie once a year. And we only drop them on Halloween. So if it goes that oh, long, I'm going to have God. to talk about that movie again. But... Okay, well, what about you come back on our show and we talk about yeah, it? I can do we'll that. shit on one here. Yeah, I can talk shit on other. Okay, yeah, there we go. Okay, or we can get you yeah, on our more show. More than welcome to one of us. We can talk about one of his we other shit both. movies on our show. So, oh, yes. we haven't Please, done yes. one yet. It's kind I of will a, shit all over everyone. I haven't even watched that one, so which I don't. Which one? Feel Thirty-one. Like yeah, you don't. But if you want something that's easy to make fun of, then there you go. The last movie of his that I watched was whatever the third one of the Devil's Rejects, um, Three from Hell, was the last. Oh, like current. Never movie seen it. I have, I we haven't seen it. Yeah, no. It's fucking. Uh, Thirty one is thirty one. Uh, Jesus Christ! It's. Uh, I'm gonna get into the haunt scene. That... No. Oh, Lords of Salem is his worst. Yeah. Okay. You. That is his absolute worst. Right. We They're almost walked worst. out of the theater. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a best. No, yeah. this one's the worst of the worst. Um, it's like picking up a turd by the clean end. <laughs> I mean, fair point. Fair point. Thirty-one I is totally made for this episode. I'm sorry. Oh no, no you're good. fine. No, it's this is good. great. This is great. I, I told you it would happen. It's all good, dude. No, no we worries. love it when it derails. <laughs> um, it makes for better content. It really does. So, um, thirty-one is made for. Uh, like hardcore, like I don't know if it's real or not, but like gothic juggalos, sure, or like okay. the juggalos who are like, 
yeah, yeah. like whoop whoop <laughs> Halloween. I'm a Halloween yeah. addict. Whoop whoop Nightmare Before Christmas. Rob Zombie. Pop Rob Zombie. Yeah. The only yeah. place I can shop is Hot Topic because they have Rob Zombie shirts and they also oh, appreciate Jesus. my love of Rob Zombie. Yeah. Oh, and I occasionally buy a shirt at Target because they have Rob Zombie shirts there once in a while, usually in September. <laughs> Five dollar graphic Rob Zombie no, tees. No, Target is way too right. expensive. You have to go to Walmart. I think one dollar. I don't know is if they much. have them. Oh it, God, it's mom, mom, it's Walmart. Buy me a Target shirt. <laughs> it's Walmart. They, I'm pretty sure you could find a Rob Zombie something in there. Probably That's an probably edited you... CD, but I don't know oh, if God. they have like merch there i mean he's Rob, like his fans i guarantee you live at walmart they are probably in there eating tampons and motor oil and thriving because that's what they're going to do but you know, i don't think i mean most of walmart is owned by like really you know bible thumpy people they probably don't want like satan hellbilly whatever his shit he, is he, like, yeah you know in their their clothing department next to the you know local high school football t-shirts. <laughs> Rob Zombie makes music for people that have their wedding at Walmart. Yeah, it's also catered mm. by Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> the deli, yeah. clothes by Walmart, bouquet by Walmart. Great value sponsored this mm. wedding. <laughs> anyway, back to Creep Two. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Before we just. Go off on a tangent. So, uh, uh, one of my favorite scenes, besides the the ending scene, not the ending ending, but the first ending, uh, was when he was trying to spy on her in the shower, and then she jumps out with like the tape on her face. Oh, with masking tape. And she was like, yeah. And he he was like, ah. She's like, did I scare you? It was it was like I felt. Go ahead. I, I like that scene because one of the things I would say is a cr- I would criticize the first movie for is it's too reliant on him doing these jump scares. The first one's great when he's like when he bangs on the car door and whatever, and and it works really yeah. well. And I'm not really a big jump like for me if you're gonna do a jump scare like after the first Friday the Thirteenth like I stopped caring. That one was perfect. After that, eh, fuck them. But. They there was a couple where I'm like, all right, that kind of worked, like it's fine. But by the like ninth one, you're like, all right, move the fuck on, Pete. Like, do something else. So I think he had like what four. It felt like I think he had like four jump scares. Yeah, yeah, it was quite a bit. Yeah. So when they flipped it on him in this one, I was like, okay, it didn't scare me because I'm I'm watching the second one. Like they're going to do a bunch of jump scares because apparently that's what they do. So I wasn't like jumping at any of like I had already settled into the fact like that's what kind of franchise this is is a lot of jump scares so it didn't scare me but I was like okay she flipped it it worked the tape was kind of a nice like weird touch like it's a good scene because it it's almost like they heard the criticism and said how can we still do this but make it different than the shit they did in the first one right I, I I thought that was fantastic though. I really did. Like, yeah, she turned the tables on him, and at least she got one good scare. Yeah, because you're Everyone's always entitled, entitled to, one. to one good scare. I, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, she felt entitled, so she got her one good scare. <laughs> Shut up. Even with math, she's a YouTuber. Um, yeah, <laughs> she's a YouTuber. Uh, one of the. 
so moving towards the end of Creep 2. She's the Rob Zombie of YouTubers. Oh, God. No, I like her more than no. that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, did, hey, I said Rob Zombie, not Sherry Moon Zombie. They're both. I like her way more than that. anyway so going towards the end when he was like let's play hide and seek and then it got all too real for her and uh as in like he was ready to end it all yeah well i mean shit reverse let's go back a little bit when he was like i'm done this is it you have to save me if you want to save me and he wraps the rope around his neck and he hangs himself he fucked that girl up yeah, I would have let him hang himself. Exactly. At that point, you already know well, he's a psychopath. But he he gave her the harness that was that was he was wearing. After I would have grabbed that axe off a mantle and I would have chopped right at his midsection. Like yeah. you might have a well, you might have a harness or whatever, but I'm fucking you up in the process because I already know that you've killed 39 people. So or well, remember that was. That. That was the first uh, offering that he gave her. Was he laid on the table, said, "Here's the axe, cut my head off." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't trust that. You gotta do it your way. Well, yeah. Well, also, even if someone gives you permission to kill them, you're still going to prison. Oh yeah, yeah. That's probably why she didn't do it. Well, she, she doesn't well, want to go to jail. It depends what state you're well, in and if you can prove self defense. That's Which, what I was going to say. Whole, probable cause. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and depending on the state that you're in, that might not matter. But either way, I mean, you're in a life and death situation at this point. Like, yeah. you might as well, you know, do something. Yeah. Not right. save them. Save them is not yeah. the correct answer. You failed that test. So, <laughs> going. <laughs> right. Saving right. a serial killer is never the right answer. Oh. Jesus was there. He was his his holiness was. Present. Oh, let's not do that. They're praying. Let's to Saint not Anthony. do that. Nope. <laughs> so we go to the end of the movie, and they're playing hide and seek, and he's like trying to be all sentimental, and he's like, "Oh, you know, you kissed me after our three two three our two truths and a lie, and I'm really feeling something for you. Here, take this locket, and that should click at that point where it's like, oh fuck, that's the locket that Aaron had. Yeah. Well, Sky's and then she's like. Oh, yeah. yeah, and so she, she puts had it to on. Watch him die. So, yeah. Well, she didn't know that that's who that was, right? Because all you can see of Aaron in the video was just his side is, profile, well, and then not even that. You saw more of behind. It was like a behind angle. Mm-hmm. But then, when he he was like, "All right, let's let's do this, or I'm gonna end this," like. Fucker stabbed himself six six times. Was like kapoof, 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 and she thought that was it. Yeah, gotcha, bitch. Yeah, you think that a man who was bleeding out internally or externally? Oh yeah, uh, (laughs) what caught up to a fully healthy, like able-bodied person running away? She did not zigzag very well. He had that. Oh God! I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. He had the retard strength. Well, I would have thought she would have picked up some kind of blunt object, like be it, you know, branch, log, tree whatever. stump, something. She could have punched something. him where he stabbed himself. He, she could have punched him there and made it exactly hurt where I was going. Brought more pain. Yeah, yeah. I would have taken a, a branch or something and just straight up like Mickey Mandleton right in the gut. You know, or kick him. 
but then I or think that. they were I also... I guess that's an option, too. She had on steel toes. She could have rocked his gut. But I think they were trying to do the final girl as, like, the victim, the helpless victim. Oh, no! Well, you know what she was? And she was the stereotype. Girl trips in the woods running away. Right. And then he got her. She trips over a leaf and falls. <laughs> Sally from yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It does set up a fantastic camera shot, though, of her crawling out of the grave. So, oh. I mean, it's... Oh, that was dope. Not another expecting, thing where like... You, well, it's another thing where you're like, he can hear you. Like, you, you just crawled out of a grave and you picked up a shovel. Like, he should be able to hear you. But it's one of those, like, it's a one camera, camera doesn't move, and we see it, and it's just like, yeah, fuck him up. Go do it. Like... Right, right. The the part where he drags her lifeless body into the the grave he dug so big for two people because he already knew both of them were going to be taken out. Mm-hmm. And he lays her in there and he lays next to her and it's complete silence. There's no visuals except the woods and the grave. And then he crawls out and he starts doing this this monologue. And then, like you said, when she crawls out of the grave, like, why didn't he hear it? Maybe he was just in his own world at that point to where he was hurting so bad that he only cared that he survived and he still killed her. Yeah. It's possible. And then the shovel just bung right across the head. That blood splatter on the camera was, oh. Oh, that was very good. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, I hesitate to call these slasher movies because there's only one person that dies in each movie. I'm like, eh, it's not enough for me to call it that. But it is right. that, that shovel to the back of the head because at this point, I've already come to terms with the fact that Pete is a royal prick. Like, whether whatever you <laughs> want to believe is up to you, but he's a prick. Like, that's just as simple as it gets. So, oh, for someone sure. like, you know, someone hitting him in the back of the head with a shovel feels very vindicated at this point. Yeah. Oh, yes. But do you think that even though he probably could have heard her getting out of the hole and picking up the shovel and cr- walking over, he would have heard that probably. But throughout the whole movie, he's been saying, I, I want to die. I want to be dead. I think he was on that. A... He just he he chose to ignore no. that. Knowing no, no, I so? think he was on an adrenaline high. His his. um uh, pain receptors were going crazy. I mean, he just yeah. stabbed himself like six times yeah. and then ran through the woods and stabbed the bitch and then drug her body into a hole. She's uh, she's probably 150, 160 pounds, if that. Yeah. And then climbed back out of the grave and was like, <laughs> I want to live. Right. And he was just in that moment of I'm surviving because I just killed the person I wanted to kill. Yeah. So he canceled out the rest of the world. I think that's the way it was. Okay. Think about it. A busy work day yeah. at work. When you go home and you get in your car where you've had a shit day. Just fucking dick in the dirt. Just going. Yeah. You drive home. You don't want music. You don't want any me, noise me every day you don't want anything yeah, no. yeah. but I you're in the, the zone <laughs> but you're in the zone though i work i work in a factory mm. 
and it's all I get. So you I have get, all the noise. I get nine hours of all the noise. Again, a haunt mm. night. Yeah. After a haunt night, you don't want music. You don't want stimulation. You just need you that. Just, you need serenity. You need serenity, but you're in that zone where if something happens, you're not going to pay attention because you've heard mentally. You're hearing it. it no, you're not even mentally hearing it. It's just, it's zoned out. So I think that's how she got out. He because was just, he was checked out at that point. He was too much because in he the was, zone. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. My take. Okay. I get, I get that. So the ending was absolutely fantastic. I think it was. Um, I love the way that they brought back the original like creep one beginning where he's stalking Aaron and then at the end of creep one still stalking Aaron and the beginning eh, ish of creep two of stalking her and then what's this I think she survived okay that's cool I think they're just setting up creep three with the ending of Creep 2. And I hope... So, my hope is that he... Honestly, I hope they start... like, And I'm, I'm big on like getting rid of characters like prematurely because I think it shows that a movie has balls. It's one of my biggest complaints with the last Scream movie is that they didn't kill anyone of consequence. Um, but that's... Well, I'll save that rant for a different time. Like, I don't want to start... Open that can of worms oh. right now. <laughs> Um, but I hope that, you know, whenever three comes out that honestly, I hope they kill her in the first like five minutes of the movie and that you find out that he's still alive because that's what I took from it is he's still alive. He's still stalking her and that's going to lead into three. What I hope they don't do is it turns into like a Bonnie and Clyde, like, you know, she had her first taste of blood. Now she's, you know transcended into him or some bullshit like that and Ew, God, now they're like this yeah i hope that's like not a what we get early situation something like that yeah I, I hope that's not what we get but i wouldn't be shocked to see it either like it opens I more to more the, movies so i hope they take the um friday the 13th part two take on that yeah. Where it's like, oh, here she is. Oh, she's going to survive. Look, the final girl. Oh, fuck. Yep. No, that's exactly what I want. And I, like I said, I'm not going to rant on Scream, but if I were doing Scream 7, the first thing I would do is I would kill Sam and Jenna Ortega in the first scene. Both of them. Yep. Done. Like, right yep, out but the no, gate. That, mm. But that's a whole 100%. different, again, different conversation. Um, yeah. This one, like I said, I hope that's where they go with three. I hope we don't get like another hour and a half of just the two of them playing off each other. I feel like that would be like these movies are well done for what they are, but frankly, there's not enough storyline to drag this out for another hour and a half. Like you have, Uh, there isn't. Um, Right. So, and that's, that's fine. But we, like I said, I'm 95% sure that he's still alive and obviously she's still alive. So it, it has to start with the two of them with the next movie. I would think. Yeah. I we can hope so. So, what is your final take on Creep 1 and Creep 2 going into this as a creep virgin? <laughs> kind of like that title. Um <laughs> Oh, not not a creepy virgin, just a creep one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it works either way. Um 
they both exceeded my expectations. Again, I went into this seeing Mark Duplass as a comedic role, and he's clearly not that. Although there's moments in both these movies that kind of make you chuckle in like a I'm fucked up and I like horror movie kind of way. Yeah. Um, but they both exceeded my expectations. I definitely like the first one more than the second one because the first one left me with a lot more like I don't know exactly where this is going to go. And I can't say I knew exactly where two was going to go, but all the mystery and all the mystique of the se- the first movie was gone in the second movie because you know what Pete is in this movie. So you know everything he says is bull- like probably bullshit. You know he's capable of killing someone because he's already done it. So really, you're watching that movie knowing who the bad guy is and knowing where this is probably going to go. And it doesn't help that you know there's also a third movie, so you know he's probably going to not die. Um, but for, I, I say this as like respectfully as I can for a found footage film, this is about as good as any that I can think of. The, the only, the only one I would say that comes close to being this good of a movie would be like Hell House, but Hell House doesn't have this good of an acting performance in it. Um, that's valid. So I, I'd say Hell House is probably a better movie at creating like a weird, creepy, like good job of telling a story, but this is as far as the actual performances blows it out of the water um and for we, whatever it's worth we will be this covering looks, all three hell house films we haven't even talked about one yet i so the uh sean the other person that i podcast with has a very strong hatred of clowns so i we're in a window where we just did terrifier i have to give them a few months before i even tried to do another movie with a clown in it so um <laughs> So maybe we won't talk about the Devil's Rejects. Maybe we'll talk about a different movie. But um, anyway, no. These like if I were, do you guys do ratings? Like, are we like if you were to put these like out of a scale of ten? Yeah. I'd probably, I'd probably give the first one like, and again, when I say a six and a half, that's actually a really actually, good score. Hold for that me. thought. Hmm? Hold that thought. How many hot dogs do you give it? So I'd give it six and a half. So the first one I would give six and a half. Uh, I didn't put it on a hot dog scale. I should have done that. I'd give it six and a half, like poorly it's written okay. Craigslist ads out of ten hot dogs. It's it it overachieves in pretty much every way. It's a good movie for us. Six and a half is actually a really good score. Like most movies aren't ten out oh. of ten. Like that's over generous. Six and a half means they did a lot yeah. of things right, but I can't really see myself wanting to go back and watch this again just because. It doesn't really lend itself to like having a like there's not when i go back and watch say like friday the 13th any of them even if i know everything that's happening i'm, I'm watching the splatter i'm catching the stuff in the back all that type of shit none of that's here so it's entertaining it right. overachieves it's worth watching and it, it's a hell of a performance from um pete specifically mark duplass the second one i'd probably give a six um Flopping dongs out of ten hot dogs. Um, <laughs> I I like the I like the chemistry between the two lead characters, being Pete and Sarah. Um, I like a little bit that I didn't know quite where she was going to go with it. I don't like that it gets dangerously close to being like, oh, she's having like the whole Stockholm syndrome thing going here, and we might still get that in part three, but. As a whole, it's still overachieved from what I thought it was going to be. It's still great performances. That end scene with her crawling out of the grave is 
like I said, that's fantastic. That alone is worth watching. Just to, sounds fucked up, but just to watch her crawl out of the grave is entertaining on its own. Like it, it's creepy and, you know, pun intended, fucked up looking enough that that kind of sells it. Yeah. Um, but kind of like the first one, I don't think I would go back to this without like a real reason to. Um, and a lot of the mystery of the first one is gone because I saw the first one. I think this you one would stand one. alone better as its own film. Right. Okay. I like that though. Yeah. That was that was very nice. Yeah. Uh I would give the first one a six hot dog out of ten. And the second one six and a half. I don't know why, but I like the second one better. I would give the first one a seven five. And I would give the second one a seven eight. Jesus. Okay. Wow. All right. Going to eighths of hot dogs. I'm I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Well, I I am a fan of the found footage. Oh yeah, that's one of your. I love I love the uh, I love how real they 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 put you in I the mean, POV they, as yeah. like you are they that third you, person. Yeah. And my and my love for it started with the Blair Witch. Go with the goat. Yeah, the OG Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. And then See, that uh, movie ruined itself for me. But that, the uh, VHS yeah. franchise. I yeah. love the VHS movies. Love they them. get worse as they go, though. I love the second and third Paranormal Activity. That is it. The first ones, all right. But the, the, I, the, I, I know your love for found footage I, is. I like it. Which is what our two movies are: uh-huh. found footage. Well, can I ask a question about Blair Witch for you? Shoot. When you saw it, did you get caught up in the hype around it when it was released, or did you see it like? kind of blind vhs that type of thing like how did you what was your initial experience with it because my experience my first with time it, reaction hmm? go ahead my my first the first time i saw it um i i guess you could say i did kind of believe the hype behind it because i i'd never see i'd ne- i didn't know found footage was a thing mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't know any i thought oh my god somebody mm-hmm. found this tape oh yeah and like oh this I is guess what happened. They're okay to like show this to everybody. But then I I found out that it was yeah, it's bullshit. It's just a movie. Made me like it a little less. A little less. It's not a whole lot, but I still like the concept of it. I like knowing what I know about what went into making that. Um how they uh like when they're in the tent mm-hmm. and the tent starts rattling and shaking. It's, it's the camera crew. It's it's the camera crew out there. Mm-hmm. But you find out that the three people in the movie, mm-hmm. all the arguing and bickering that they did at each was other real. was real. Le- yeah, it was legit. They got they their know, scripts. They didn't know what they were getting themselves into. No, they got like a one liner. They were legit lost in the woods. Yeah, but they got a one liner in a tube yeah. of their color. Yeah for the next scene and they opened the tube and was like okay so this is what I play in this scene right? and they had to perform it but as the movie goes on you realize that they were actually lost in there all they're arguing again was that was real they were pissed off at each other and I don't know I, I guess that's what made me really appreciate it is because there's a lot of uh, realistic um Elements. Elements to mm-hmm. it, yeah. So when that movie came out for me, I was in high school when it came out, and you know, I totally bought into the hype train of like, oh, this is a true story, blah 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 blah. You know, like 
the internet was around, but it wasn't like it is now. Like you weren't seeing the weed actress yeah. on like you know Instagram doing like twerk dances or whatever. That wasn't. She was happening. on Steak and Shake commercials. Well, she. I don't even remember that. So yes, she was. What I, I do remember. Know. So what I do remember. So I got tickets. Me and my buddies. We were gonna go. Is we we do this for like pretty much any horror movie because as you do as a stupid kid, you know. Um. I was a late night show junkie. Like I used to watch every night. I'd watch Letterman until he went off air, and then I watch Conan and and so on. So movies came out on Friday at that point all the time. It was like Wednesday night, and I'm totally into the hype train on you know this Blair Witch movie. I'm looking forward to, it and I'm excited. And who's the guest on Letterman? Here comes the lead actress in the Blair Witch. I was like, what the fuck? You're supposed to be dead. Like, right. yeah. what is this shit? So it almost shot the Ruined movie it? for me. Yeah, and it's, I mean, frankly, when I saw it then, I was too busy being mad that it wasn't real. And now I look <laughs> back and as an adult, I'm like, well, of course they're not going to have this fucking murder snuff film be a major release <laughs> in theaters. Right. Like, that's probably not going to happen. But as a kid, it almost turned me off the whole found footage genre. As an mm. adult, I feel like found footage is kind of one of those you either for the most part love it or it's just not your thing right there's really no middle ground for found footage i mean i'm middle ground it takes Uh, a lot for me like i there has to be certain elements yeah to like it and the storyline is mostly mine yeah i i say that i'm middle ground but realistically i'm objective with it or i like to think i'm objective with it like i'll give anything a try like again i've watched some terrible stuff but if i'm not doing something for our show or like if i don't have a if i wasn't coming on this show i probably wouldn't have watched creep this week i probably would you know who knows i watched pieces last night again because i haven't seen that in like however long you know i'd probably watch something like that (laughs) because i initially look at it and i'm like I don't really want to watch found footage because realistically, I'm probably not going to get into it. So doesn't mean I can't be proven wrong. I'm more than glad to be proven wrong. Well, I I do appreciate the fact that you watched Creep to come on the show. Um, I appreciate connecting with you on Twitter randomly. Um, I also... I appreciate that too. I think I think, I think this is the beginning of a, a long and awesome friendship. Oh yeah, it really well, does. It really does. So, no, again, we can't I'll thank you enough. On hatred of Rob Zombie for coming life. on the show. <laughs> so. Yes. Okay. We have to do a. We have to do. Yeah. We have to do a shit on Rob Zombie episode. We'll we'll do it on our two year anniversary next month. No, we'll do that after. We need a right, an I'll hour an hour of podcasting. We're so we're um, gonna start doing again. We're, we're going to start doing live streams where we just kind of, the idea is to shoot the shit. Be glad to have you like on and just we can do it however long we want to rant just hating on Rob Zombie. Oh, oh, hey. Let's, oh, we God. do live streams all the time and yeah. uh, just like that. And you guys are more than welcome to yeah. stop by. Usually we're the last one still it. up. And there's like no one who can stay up past like midnight. So. If you guys ever want to come on, and our best thoughts are when we're drunk and oh. just rambling, so <laughs> we just talk it. a lot of shit. We're just talking a lot of shit. But again, thank That's you fine. so much, John, for joining us. And I am so sad that we didn't get to meet your counterpart, your co-host. 
Uh, well, before you go, please feel free to plug your shit. I could do that. So um, our site is pretty simple. It's an actual site. It is crap.town. Yes, that's a real thing. Um, all our shows, and there's links to everything on there. You can go back through our entire catalog. Past that, you could find us on pretty much any social media venture. We're, if we're on it, we're at Dewey Pod Monster, just plain and simple. Uh, the one that I kind of frequent the most, for the time being, it's Twitter, but that that seems to be a sinking ship. So um, trying to build more of a, uh, what's the word I should look for? I don't want to say fan base, but like, a, I think more of a voice on like Instagram or threads or whatever, because I just kind of post and ghost on that a lot and I need to get better at using something else Same. because I think that Twitter is ghosting me whether I want to or not um, based off how I'm seeing it the last couple weeks but anyway wherever you go on social media at Dewey Pod Monster find us you'll probably be talking to me Sean adamantly hates social media so he sticks me on that but um, <laughs> can get messages to him and yeah we're generally pretty responsive with I mean I sleep, but within you know a couple hours at most, I'll usually respond to you. <laughs> so, awesome! Thank you again so much for joining us. Hell yeah! Thanks for having me. So, well, that is going to do it for this lovely rendition of the Grace Taproom Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Tabby. Now you, Tabby. Yes. Take us out of here. <laughs>